Bird's Eye View is a member of the Baltimore Sports Report Network. Find more podcasts like this at BaltimoreSportsReport.com. BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Welcome in to Bird's Eye View. When it comes to the Orioles, this weekly-ish podcast is your official source for a lack of insight and for baseless opinion. Today is November 3rd, 2014, and there are 106 days until pitchers and catchers report to spring training. God, that seems so long away. No, no, it's not that bad. It's terrible. It's going to be fine. No, it's not. It's going to be fine. Deep breaths, deep breaths. <laughs> Better? Yeah, I feel like I can... Give a baby now. All right. My name is Jake English. I'm here with Scott Magnus. And despite that our the fact that our last two episodes have been 99 and 99.5, this is not episode 100. Well, isn't that like a cop-out again? No, this, this has jumped the shark into the land of the absurd. But with excellent reason, Scott Magnus, we have a big announcement to make. A big announcement. Um... This is our last show? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. It's not that good. Okay. Next week's show will indeed be number 100 <gasps> and will be a very special episode. <gasps> so next Monday, November 10th, 2014, special episode. Next Monday on November 10th, we invite you to join us at Dempsey's Brew Pub and Restaurant in the warehouse at Oriole Park at Camden Yards for a live show and for a few drinks of the week at Dempsey's Fine Happy Hour. Happy hour starts at four, and the show will start shortly thereafter. So we're going to fire up the mics, finally record episode 100, and then make up for that lost time at the bar. Sounds like a plan, Jake. Yep. Now, we encourage you to come out and join us, but more importantly, we want you to see this. Because the Orioles have been kind enough to provide us with a couple of guests that will make their way uh, down the warehouse and join us to provide some real insight and worthwhile opinion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Will you actually convince them to come on this show? Yeah, they don't know what we are. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be fun. This is one of the cooler things that we've done with this podcast, and we're really looking forward to it. If you listen to this show— They probably want to talk to you about going on the field. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, we've had a couple of reports. Yes. If you listen to this show and you can make it to Dempsey's from 4 to 7 o'clock on Monday, November 10th, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to meet you and thank you for making Bird's Eye View a part of your Orioles fix. And we'd like to pretend that our lives aren't empty without Orioles baseball. We'd even get a firsthand look at what your drink of the week is. So come on out to Dempsey's next Monday, November 10th, 2014. At 4 o'clock, we will see you there, and we will be celebrating very hard for episode 100. <laughs> so there you have it. That is it. That's the big announcement. Dun, and da, da, da. Scott, as usual, we've peaked early. Yes, we have peaked early. So Let's, the rest of this is going to be a complete and utter disappointment. Oh, it's going to be a show. Um, kind of like the ALCS. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get better. I'm okay. trying to recover. Can we at least move on to something more fun? What is your drink of the week? Jake, I am going with a victory 
Dirt, uh, Dirt Wolf Double IPA. All right, that's good stuff. I've actually had that, and it's yeah, you've I, had I, this before. I approve. Okay, myself, I am drinking a gin and tonic. Um, nothing special about it. Well, I mean, it's not. It's nice. I mean, you went with a it's classic an, drink. It's a standard. It's a standard. Also, a standard. This week in the Twitters, bring me some twat. All right, coming on to the trot, bring on the self-aggrandizing uh, nature of the show. The Mobies. Um, I'm sorry. We're going to have to go back for that one more time. Self-aggrandizing? No, the Mobbies. Oh, it's the Mobbies. Dude, Baltimore is Charm City, but it's also Mob Town. No, it's Mo- Mobbies. <laughs> Please continue. It's the Mobbies. Um, so there's a thing, Baltimore Sun hosts this. Um, they've been doing it for six years now. Um, they go out and they recognize various blogs and social media outlets, including Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts. And um, they recognize them as being a part of, I guess, the journalistic sphere. Um, and uh, there's a contest out there to recognize certain blogs. And hey, someone went out there and nominated us. So Thanks, Dale, and uh, your mother's basement. We really appreciate you uh, nominating us. Uh, it's still not going to get me down into your basement, but we do appreciate it. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. Look, it's pretty clear that we're not going to win. No way. Um, there is no way. But it's incredibly flattering. If you are so inclined, go ahead over to the Mobbies. We'll put a link in the show the Mobbies, notes. right? Yeah. <laughs> and you can you can vote uh, however often they let you vote. All right. You say Mobbies, I say Mobbies. Let's call the whole thing off. Next thing on the twat, I want to go to a tweet from at Masson Orioles who says, Do you have a case of the off-season blues? Masson HD is airing six Orioles classics this week. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. A- Here's the problem. Oh. They're in the middle of the day. What? They're playing these games at like 9 and 12 o'clock in the morning. Because they couldn't preempt the snowboarding competition that's on Masson at night? I think reruns of bull riding is clearly more important to them than Orioles Classics. Masson, what are you doing? You constantly shoot yourself in the foot. I was legitimately excited about this until I read the details. Well, you're one of those sad people that like to rewatch the games that you've already seen before. Yes. Yes. Um, Speaking about, you know other crazy things that are going on. Joe Madden cares too much about not caring how he looks. Joe Madden um, was announced as the new manager for the Chicago Cubs today. And um, well, he came in in a very disheveled manner. He was drinking a Guinness today at the press conference. Was he, really? he was. And then after the press conference had ended, Jake, you may not know this. Um, he bought a round for everybody at the press conference. Really? Yes. So this again proves why Joe Madden is a, is a great manager, and uh, I would be very lucky to meet him, and uh, me and Zach Wilt would uh, bow down to his awesomeness. You know, he seems like a cool guy. I think that's the kind of shtick, though, that only works if you're really good at your job, right? Uh, you have to be really good, and you also have to be able to rock those uh, black glasses very well. So uh, congratulations, Joe Madden, on getting the Cubs job, and thank God you're out of the American League East. Um, coming to a close for the this week on the Twitter um, you know, the radio, um, I guess, universe lost a figurehead in it. Um, Tom Magliozzi um, from Car Talk on National Public Radio passed away at the age of 77. Um, and I wanted to point out one of the tweets from Car Talk, and you can follow Car Talk at Car Talk. And it says, we love this line from Tom. And it's a line from Tom that says, never let the facts stand in the way of a good answer. And I think that it fully embodies 
what this podcast and the rest of our podcast on Baltimore Sports Report Network are all about. So um, I don't know about you, Jake, but you know, Car Talk was a big portion of me along with the rest of national uh, NPR growing up as a kid. Jake, what are your thoughts about this? Well, I I have a pretty personal connection to to Car Talk, and I I think that it it just speaks to the power of this audio medium uh, that we like so much. The thing is, I'm not sure I've ever really talked about it on the show, but um, when I was young, my parents split. And as a result, I have four amazing parents, including two really awesome step parents. And, uh, you know, I lived with my mom for most of the time. And on Sundays, I spent the day with my dad and until I could drive. And that meant that uh, somebody had to drive me down there. And the bulk of that uh, rested with my stepdad, Ed, um, who uh, is just an amazing person. And, um, so sometimes the car ride would be me sleeping for an hour <laughs> and sometimes we would just chat our way down. Um, but most of the time we listened to public radio and the time that we were in the car was the very end of wait, wait, don't tell me's repeat on Sunday morning and then car talk to follow. And we spent a lot of Sundays laughing our heads off at car talk. And I can't hear that show and hear that infectious laughter without hearing my stepdad's laugh and seeing his goofy grin as he sat in the driver's seat in his little red pickup truck driving me down uh, to my dad's house. It's, um, you know, it's a relationship I'm really proud of. And when I heard um, what had happened today, the, the first thing I thought about was, oh, gosh, I, I, should, I should make sure I text Ed um, just because we connect over this, you know, this dumb little radio program. I, I feel like a lot of people have a, a connection like that to you know guys like uh, Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers, because they really became you know a part of their way of of you know enjoying their weekends with their family, of connecting with other people, and just became you know, the background of their lives. So I mean, you you called it a big loss to the the radio community. I think it's a big loss to anybody who who grew up you know like we did listening to that and uh sure well i mean listen to your story it, it definitely sounds like um you know those guys served as a bridge of communication between you and your stepfather and, you know that's kind of exactly what baseball is too you know we've talked about this before and sitting down with our kids and yet serving as a bridge of background noise but is also being able to have a conversation and still have family time so yes you know we have a baseball podcast here here but we also want to serve this as an ode towards something that was a big deal for us growing up as kids so to that tom you will be missed this is for you It's time for our next caller. So, uh, who do we have on the line now? Uh, hey guys, this is uh, Dan from Baltimore. All right, Dan, what can we do for you? Well, guys, I run a semi-professional baseball team in the mid-market, mid-Atlantic city. As you know, the offense season has begun, and there are a number of key decisions I need to make for the future of our ball club. Well, that's exactly what we're here for, Dan. Shoot. Well. I've got this 34-year-old slugger, see, who, who had a career year last year and now is going to be due a hefty payday. He's got a history of leg injuries and PED suspensions, the usual. 
but he was a key contributor for our successful 2014 season. What do you think I should do? Well, I think he should have ponied up and signed him before he was an aging slugger. (laughs) But seriously, Dan, you've got a clear question to ask yourself. Do you think this guy can recreate what he did last year, or do you think he's set to decline mightily while draining your limited resources? Run as if he had Ebola. What else do you have for us? Uh, Well, I also had a dominant left-handed reliever that I required from a division rival at the cost of a once highly touted prospect. He's now a free agent, and in the wake of the Koji Uhara trade, is bound to make a king's ransom. This guy was a shutdown reliever who mowed down both lefties and righties, paving the way to our deep playoff run. Should I make the investment to bring him back? Well, this is probably the one guy you should bring back and get the proper value for. Sure, you'd pay out the nose and probably the rear for this reliever. <laughs> when combined with your other two outstanding bullpen arms, you can uh, shorten the game to the point where your starters don't have to go deep. <laughs> if you can find the cash, you may want to seriously consider this signing. Uh, I'm worried that my change draw might not stretch that far, but I'll, I'll look into it. All right, Dan, we've, we've got time for just one more. Is there any bit of indecision that we can help you with? Well, here's the kicker, guys. I've got this 31-year-old outfielder who's been a staple on my team for the past nine years. He's been a bright spot on some bad teams, and he just got his first taste of the playoffs last year. His contract, which was huge and went arguably unfulfilled, just ended. Should I bring him back? Oh, that is a tough question. That's a toughie right there. I, I should mention, in addition to being a fan favorite, he's also well-liked by the owner. Well, you know what they say, Dan. Be careful of Greeks bearing gifts. What? They do not say that. Yes, yes they do. So what do you guys think? I uh, need some help here. Well, Dan, we think that you're stuck with him, all right? Pony up the money and hope that it's not too bad at the end. I think four years at, what, what do you think, four years at $48 million? Oof. 48 of $48 million ought, ought to do it. At least uh, that's the word on the street. Thank God it's not my money. Well, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, hey, listen, I got to go. I'm due to a call into the Baltimore Oz podcast in a few minutes. I'm going to dazzle them with my waiver wire acquisitions and frugal spending. Let's just keep this free agency talk between us, okay? Hey, your secret is safe with us. No one listens to Bird's Eye View. Please tell your friends about this show. All right, Scott, do you know what time it is? Time for the Orioles to sign another frontline free agent? No, it's time to play Stump the Chumps. All right, this is the part of the show where we track down a caller from a previous episode to see if they took our advice. And if they did, we check to see how much it took to bail them out. So who is it that we're following up on this week? Well, this week it is Alan from, well, we got it wrong a couple of times. I believe it's Alan from Brooklyn. You remember Alan, right? Oh, sure. Alan called in with a question on his wardrobe, and we were there to give him our usual sage advice. Hey, 
Hey, y'all, this is Alan. Um, long-time listener, but first-time caller to the show. Oh, Alan. All right. Well, we, we can do this. Hang on. Alan. 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 Um, Alan. Is this, uh, is this like a Northern California Alan? Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, it's it's A L A N. If that helps. Ah, that's like Scandinavian, isn't it? No, 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 it's not. Not at all, actually. Oh. Alan, we can do this. Oh, how about Alan, um, Alan. Indianapolis, Indiana? No, no. Mankato, Minnesota. Look, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm calling from Brooklyn. Oh, oh okay. Brooklyn. Okay, we should have picked that up with the accent. Alan from Brooklyn. All right. So you've listened to the show a long time. You say? <laughs> yeah, you know, I spent a few years in prison. There's not a whole lot to do in there. And your show really helped pass the time. And so now that I'm out, I'm living in my mom's basement. I've got a lot more time to myself. Ah, Great well, show. You seem to fit the profile of our standard listener. So what can we help you with, Alan from Brooklyn? Well, guys, the Orioles are about to play the Royals in the ALCS. I'm really optimistic about our chances. I think we can stick it to Kansas City. And I have been lucky enough to get a ticket to game one. Really? That's great. That should be a lot of fun for whoa, you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the problem here? Well, guys, I'm wondering about my Orioles jersey. See, I've always been a huge fan of Jeremy Guthrie, and I've got this sweet road gray number 46 piece that is totally legit and did not fall out off the back of a truck in China, I promise. And you're wondering if it's okay to show up to Camden Yards in it now that Guthrie is a member of the team you're hoping the Orioles will beat to advance to the World Series? In short, yes. Can I show up best in an Orioles jersey of one of my favorite players, even if he's no longer an Oriole? Hmm. That's a tough one. In this case, I think you're fine. Jeremy Guthrie, after all, was a beloved fan favorite for many, and a lot of Orioles fans still support him now that he's in Kansas City. I think there are a lot of fans in Birdland who are happy to see him succeed. Jake, what do you think? Well, as, as you know, I usually have strong feelings about uniforms, and strangely, in this case, I think you knocked it out of the park. Guthrie is such a classy guy. A real professional who takes his relationships with the fans seriously. A guy who's nothing but gracious, even in the face uh, of a tough loss. He, he knows how to go there and, and just take his medicine with the media. In short, yeah, I, I think if you're going to rep a former Oriole, this is the one. Yeah, I mean, it, great, great guy. I mean, Alan, have a great time in the game and uh, go bring home a winner. Thanks, guys. So our producers have brought Alan back to catch us up on things. Alan, how did it go? Did you end up wearing the Guthrie jersey? I hate you. I hate you. Oh. I hate the Orioles. Oh. I hate Jeremy Guthrie. What? Are you talking about that little post-game flap? You can't tell me that you're just completely upset about that. I mean... You don't understand. You don't understand. They think it's my fault. It is my fault. Before I showed up in Baltimore, the Orioles were on a path to glory. Now... The O's fans here in New York, they saw me on TV wearing that Guthrie jersey, and after that whole, these O's ain't royal thing, and then the sweep, well, naturally, they blame me. Guys, they're hunting me on the streets. I'm not safe to leave the apartment. The other day, I got punched in the lip on the subway. Whoa, whoa, that sounds terrible. Alan, have you, like, looked in? In the lip, gentlemen, in the lip. Well, oh, Alan, I mean, we're, we're awfully sorry to hear about your experience. And, and the Orioles' performance in the ALCS certainly was disappointing. But I think the thing that's important to remember here is that as we What continue- I remember, Jake, is 14 losing seasons. What I remember is having to get excited, actually excited, mind you, for seedless pitchers like Jeremy freaking Guthrie. What I remember is an avalanche of losing so mind-numbingly exhausting that there were times that I question not only my own sanity, but the very existence of justice or goodness in the universe. 
and if you chunks have doomed us to return to those troubled waters, so help me, Buck. Whoa, whoa. I, I think we're going to have to cut Alan off there. Um, you know, if you've got someone that you'd like us to bring back for Stump the Chumps, email in your suggestions at car talk, or um, I mean, uh, contact at birdseyeviewbaltimore.com. And now, since it's the off-season, our feeble brains are not up to the puzzler, but we'll come back in the season with something that will make my esteemed co-host here look like the idiot that he is, as usual. Hey! Got a little story that I want to tell about a dear damn buddy that I know real well. For many years, he made his run with me. All right, before we go, we just want to recognize some of the fine people whose hard work allows this little show of ours to reach your ears. That's right. Many thanks go out to Alan not tendered a qualifying offer Smith from the Baltimoreans for his assistance tonight. We also have to go out and thank our good friend, Charlie 60 Day DL Hoppus from the randomly appearing Orioles Spastics. I think it's just the Spastics now because we don't want to get in trouble with Major League Baseball. Well, thanks. From the Spastics. We also want to be sure to mention our staff statistician, Marge Inavera. And our official bird's eye view transcriber, Diana Boredom. We can't forget our amazing audience analyst, Luke Warm. And there's our cliche monitor, Saul Well and Good. Director of Ethics and Honesty, you lion sack. <laughs> and after a few too many drinks of the week, we always rely on our Russian chauffeur, Pikov and Dropov. And the person who makes it possible to pay all the bills here at Birds of You, our payroll director, Holly Unlikely. And lastly, our beloved wine snob, Noah Merlot. And even though Zach Wilt curls up into the fetal position whenever we say it, this is the BSRN, the Baltimore Sports Report Network. And with that, Jake, adieu, adieu. Good night, Baltimore. Just the other day, billboard sand they put up on our road. For the first few years, everything was fine. Now he loves the girl on the billboard sign. My truck driving buddy was living the heck out of me. I know a little joke, but his kids look like me.